0: Hey, Stecko, I want to do a podcast, and I think we should do it about something like, I don't know, cooking or finance or something. You know, something uh, people know about. What? Flora,
1: this show could be a major educational device, dude. What do you mean? Why, this podcast could be educational, inspirational, Confrontational. <laughs> Why, it could be enlightening. it We'll get up like a block of freaky cryptids and native folklore, oh yeah. Podcasting, well podcasting. Crowley, Tesla, Merlin, and puns galore, oh yeah. We'll get some sponsors, I swear we'll get some sponsors. Lots of sky-clad wicked dancers reading bullshit Yahoo Answers. These conspiracies are sh- and we blow the lid off, and it's enlightening. Go, go, man go, man go, man So enlightening, explain it all that's unexplored. Enlightening, so, so enlightening. In in so, in we'll uh, 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 <laughs> so enlightening, you po- might get pissed, but never bored. Enlightening, so enlightening. We'll stay as slow the repo toes. So enlightening. Go, um, go, opening, go, go, join, go. How about some Albert store? Chon chons and tadso worms, oh yeah. Chupacabra baba, you go and go, so yeah, whoa, 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 whoa. with the rough and the Gettys, we'll be hunting, squatching yetis. EVPs are causing trauma. Now mm-hmm. I can't sleep. Thanks, Thanks Obama. Enlightening Go ping, go, ping, go, go, So enlightening. Explain it all that's unexplored. Enlightening, so enlightening. So enlightening, you might get missed but never bored. Enlightening, so enlightening. We have a show, the repo toes Go so in,ight, go, go! Go, go, man, go, man, go, man, go, 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 go. Wow, what a great audience! <laughs> <sighs> you want a sandwich? I'm going to go get a sandwich! is <laughs> magical?
2: I'm not ready for that, but I have the feeling my kids are going to love it!
0: <laughs> Such an interesting name. Mary.
1: <laughs> You're messing me up! You're messing me up!
0: You're
1: messing me up! Damn it! Nailed it! <laughs> so in my thing it's all that's unexplored Stop singing, well stop singing So in my you might be missed but never would Sax farting, sax farting We have to go! The Nah, that's
0: dumb. Yeah, you're right.
1: I'm, like, totally excited to be doing a podcast with you. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. Oh, my, my God. God. Man, this podcast is going to be, like, so amazing and something. Oh, my God. Huh? What do I do?
0: <laughs> which Which one of us is Rizzo? <laughs>
2: Me, because I'm teen pregnant. <laughs> Serious issue. <laughs> wait, wait, no. Serious teen issue sound. <laughs>
1: I did it to myself. Yeah, you did. <laughs> you're like a defective typewriter, Flora, because
2: <laughs> you're pregnant. <laughs>
0: this is blurry photos.
2: Yes, it is. I'm David Flora. I'm David Stecco.
0: Hey, everybody. We're both T-birds. <laughs> Welcome in. We got a we got a fun one. We've already started.
2: Welcome to a leather jacket festooned episode of blurry photos. Oh, I've
0: just got a, a white t shirt on with with my pack of cigs rolled up in the sleeve.
2: Well, later on, we're gonna go hang out with our girls that are also in a gang. <laughs>
1: <laughs>
2: Did you know I was a beauty school dropout?
1: Oh no, graduation day for you.
0: Nope teen pregnancy
1: <laughs> oh my god it's like it's like barry photos is teaching us something or something again <laughs> something or something oh my god <laughs> all right I'm, yeah. I'm not
2: gonna say i'm not gonna do that again but i'm done for the very moment for right now i yeah i i think i'll have to be done too but we need to we
0: need to get this thing going or time is gonna fly oh like an like, eagle like greased light i was gonna oh, say but i like uh fly like an eagle because mm. that fits as well anything Cap we say doo, is gonna doo, have doo, to
2: doo, doo, doo. wow but
1: how much like
2: how much money are we gonna owe to various copyrighted materials by the end of this well look, none we could take a we could keep a tally yeah <laughs>
0: <laughs> we'll, um,
2: we'll know we've arrived when we're sued
0: so tonight is gonna be uh good because yeah. we're going to talk about some, some something fun that straddles, I would say, both yeah. the folklore and mythology world and the cryptid world.
2: It looks down upon those worlds from a lofty perch. <laughs> yes, it does. That it flew to with an extraordinary wingspan. We're going to talk
0: about the Thunderbirds.
2: Thunder sound. Thunderbird sound. That's right. Tonight
0: we're talking about... What Thunderbirds are? Yeah, what are their origins? Mm-hmm.
1: What do they want? <laughs> what do and they want? Why from are us? they with your wife?
0: <laughs> What's their pick on this year's Oscars?
1: <laughs> We've got Thunderbird in the studio tonight. <laughs> <laughs> Hi, everybody. <laughs> Thunderbird here. <laughs> you know what I've noticed? <laughs>
0: <laughs> and yeah, we'll talk about some, maybe some ex- explanations on on what they. May or may not be.
2: Yeah. Leading towards May.
0: Oh, I like it. Mm-hmm. So let's tell you what these things are.
2: Oh, yeah. Uh, so Thunderbirds. Thunderbird. Second, why don't you tell us what we got here? All right. Uh, Thunderbird is a, a low price fortified wine that was available from the late 60s up until Uh, I believe it's still regionally available. Um, most notably, uh, drank by the homeless and high schoolers. I don't, I don't understand why it's why we're doing a podcast about it, but I mean, Fortified Wine. All right. Did you do your research on Boone's Farm? I mean, well, I mean, not just Boone's Farm. I mean, I did like Mad Dog, uh, Ripple, Night Train, (laughs) I mean, Night Day Man. (laughs) Those are all real fortified wines, Brostein. So don't think I did not do my research. Mad
0: Dog is a fortified
2: wine? Yeah. Oh. It's in that ballpark. <laughs> if you're drinking one, you're drinking the other. Okay. And all there's right. a whole lot of people who just flashed back to throwing up in a, in a shower and just they just nodded to themselves. Yes. Hmm. That is the truth.
0: No, you fool. <laughs> We're talking about the Ford
2: cars. <laughs>
0: <laughs> I, had, I had to get that out because everybody's just waiting for for that to drop. So
2: wait, what about what about the fabulous Thunderbirds? Wrap it up.
0: I will take it people are probably asking why we didn't do a, a Thunderbirds Go opening. Oh shit! Well, we're saving
2: it. We'll we'll do it uh, for a rainy day. Actually, you know what? We kind of did a Thunderbirds Go opening before we really got involved with it. Remember, we did like the countdown.
0: Oh, oh, yeah. Well, yeah. It was sort yeah. of thunderbirds go. Well, sort of. also, well, not, you know, we yeah.
2: haven't gotten our custom marionette puppets back from the manufacturer yet. I'm so angry. No, we're
0: we're talking about gigantic birds. <laughs> oh, okay. With mystical powers and intelligence. That's what that's what a thunderbird is. Uh the descriptions of them are generally consistent, but they can vary depending on witness or culture.
2: We have never ever covered anything that has that in it. No. <laughs> treading new territory uh the only thing we've covered that has that caveat is everything we've covered oh that's right
0: Mm -hmm. the only thing is everything a thunderbird has a wingspan around 15 to 20 feet although there have been accounts of the wingspans being uh up to and including 150 feet (laughs) it stands anywhere from four to eight feet tall again Everything, yeah.
2: everything is dependent on right. who's telling the story here. And sometimes, like, what if, like, a really tall guy saw one? He'd be like, well, that thing's, like, four feet, even though it was probably, like, six and a half feet.
0: Mm, mm. Now you're you're sticking your finger into the pie of explanation. Here. Oh, it's
2: so delicious. Well, just wait, you hobo. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Get out of here. Get back on Get that on train. In. Get
2: on your train, hobo. Get out of town. Don't you leave none of your hobo signs on my mailbox
0: uh depending on the witness and the culture again it's it's either a darkly plumed bird as in blacks and grays coloring or
2: very colorful <laughs> <laughs> or, or not it's either of average size or extraordinary size coloration ranges from no color <laughs> to, to <all>. lots <laughs> to lots of color
0: Uh, It's generally described as having wings large enough to gather clouds, and the sound of the wings flapping is thunder.
2: Mm Mm-hmm. That's where it gets its name. Figured that out. I put that together myself. Oh, good job. Mm Mm-hmm.
0: Its eyes flash with light, and uh, its blinking causes lightning.
1: Blink, blink, blink. Mm -hmm.
0: Now, there have been uh, tales that say that's the lightning up in the skies, and for- particular thunder bolts it carries glowing serpents i think or or, yeah uh uh, things uh, of that nature that in its talons that i guess it it can hurl at at people (laughs) okay uh some stories have them as terrorizing birds of prey but most of them have thunderbirds as benevolent if temperamental protectors
2: yeah that's there's a there's that that there's a, a good common thread there of uh, no, they're they're magnificent, giant, intelligent creatures, but extraordinarily petty if you piss them <laughs> off. Yeah, yeah. They, they they will live just to mess with your life. Yeah. Wrathful, vengeful. fucking uh, with your shit.
0: It, all, all day. All day. And also, again, dependent on culture, there's either a single Thunderbird or there's a group of Thunderbirds that, that goes traipsing around. At, at which
2: point they are referred to as T-Birds. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not letting it go. In case anybody thought I was going to let it go, no. Nope. nope, sorry. I got that held in my gargantuan talons. <laughs> let's talk about where they come from. Yeah, yeah. Uh, let's uh, let's kick this off in here, the good old US of A. Yeah. It's a creature from Native
0: American folklore. Yeah. yeah. It's found all across North America, from the cultures of the Great Lakes and the Plains region, all the way to the North and Southwest.
2: There is, uh, there is some belief that although obviously it's a it's a very stylized it, I mean it's it's got a lot of folklore and mythology again it's responsible for thunder and lightning mm-hmm. there is some belief that this is all based on a communal memory of actual living birds hmm. um there was a, a a group of birds called the uh that lived and overlapped mankind in North America for for an amount of time and these guys were gigantus. Yeah, they they found fossils of them. Their their wingspan could reach you know twelve and a half feet. I mean these were these were giant birds, hmm. and they they died out about ten thousand years ago. So a long time ago, but there was still definitely some overlap with man.
0: About and, and th- the same time that Gobekli Tepe was built.
1: What? <laughs> Sorry to me just to blow your mind. Oh my god, my mind just <laughs> got blown. My worldview just got pregnant. Oh, my God.
2: <laughs> <laughs> Jesus. I'm sorry, everybody.
1: Uh, anyway,
2: there's the, the belief that this might actually be the basis for this this mythology is that it might have been based on the fact that this is a bird these people had to deal with. Sure, sure. Which I, I like that a lot. I think that's cool. Yeah, yeah. 10,000 years is a long time to keep that in an oral tradition, but, you know. Yeah, well,
0: yes and no. I feel like it's still in the realm of possibility. Whereas if you're talking about millions of years, that's when you get into some trouble. We'll get to that in a bit though.
2: <laughs> but I mean considering that I mean, even five hundred years later, it's extraordinarily difficult for for a modern person to communicate. You know what I mean? Like and I guess the, 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 the story stays the same even though the language would change over time. Never mind, don't listen to me.
0: <laughs> no, I mean everything everything is, is changing.
2: Yeah. Turn and face the Thunderbird.
0: <laughs> Cultures across the globe throughout history have large birds in, in their folklore too. It's not uh, specific to North America, obviously. Mm-hmm. So the Thunderbirds themselves are specific to North America, but large birds, mythological birds, legendary birds, yeah. that you find you find that all throughout history. Yeah, in every culture,
2: much like flood myth, what
0: thunderbirds feature prominently in stories and art and uh, Pacific Northwest cultures. It's pronounced specific. <laughs> often have them uh, atop totem poles. Yeah, beautifully carved. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm.
2: Is there one in the Chicago totem pole? I don't know. I'd have to. I'd have to go by there and our, check. Our shame totem pole. It's what it was given to us. It was, it was, it's a, the, the purpose of the, the totem pole off Lakeshore drive. It was, it was to shame Abraham Lincoln because, um, the tribe that carved it, their culture is that they would give a gift and then be like, Oh no, we don't want anything. (laughs) And then they just wait for their gift. And the white man has a pretty straight deal on that. They're like, Hey, thanks for the stuff. (laughs) Uh, and so they carved this second totem pole. It's a shame totem pole. Huh? That's that's the reason it was made is to be like, you big dummies don't don't know how to give another gift. So here's another gift, but it's not a gift.
0: And now yeah. and now people love it.
2: Yeah, they spoke French. It would be a gigantic
1: jacuzz.
0: I don't know if I've brought this up before or not, but totem poles. You you always hear, oh, I'm I'm the low man on the totem pole, so I get dumped on. <laughs> but being the low man on the totem pole is actually the most important. Uh, figure because they carved the most important gods at the bottom because that's what everybody can see yeah and then the less important you are the higher up the totem pole you are so it makes me wonder is the thunderbird at the top of the totem pole because it's it's not actually a god in a sense it's a servant of the great spirit if it's not a mystical uh, creature it's at least a very powerful and and a badass, yeah, animal, and, and
2: it's a bird. It should go on top, and it looks—they yeah, always look great with the with the wings up top. Right. You put the wings at the bottom, what do you got? A Titan rocket? You got you got the—that's <laughs> exactly what you right. Got. You got the the fingerprints of the gods, guys. You got you know chariots of the gods. That's what I was after.
0: There's both. Yeah, I think I got one of them right here behind me.
2: Um, you know, if if you put the wings at the bottom, now it's a stabilized Minuteman rocket from the year negative fourteen thousand. Which is uh, how we do time now.
1: <laughs> oh, my God. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. <laughs> the year negative 14,000. It's like so far back in time that, like, everything just stopped and then went reverse for, like, all that time before that. <laughs> Everybody out oh rocket. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. Who's got history pregnant? <laughs> Jesus. So. so uh...
2: <laughs> Don't worry. There'll be a very elaborate apology at the end. I'm just saving it all up there's
0: uh there are a ton of stories about about these things uh I mean there are a ton of uh Native American uh cultures tribes nations peoples groups, so each one has its own and again being a mostly oral tradition they're gonna change also depending mm-hmm. on who's telling them but there's there's obviously too many to go over each of them but let's uh we'll we'll run down a couple of them here and and um there I found a, a story online of uh, a Sioux medicine man who uh, uh, told about Thunderbirds, uh, and we'll read that out to yeah. you
2: here. But um, man, I'm 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 enjoying the exposition part. But what I really this is this is a a cryptid that has just great tales. Like the yeah. the, the sighting stories are really good. Yeah, <laughs>
0: yeah. So some of the the Native American uh, folklore. Uh, let's start with a real popular one called uh, Thunderbird and Whale. And this is of the Pacific Northwest.
2: One day, Thunderbird and Whale went out over an adventure.
0: Uh, so there's apparently, and we'll, I'll give you a real brief synopsis of of, of these, so don't be sitting back and, and curling up. <laughs> <just> <laughs> I need yet. you
2: to stay on the edge of your seat because this <laughs> motherfucker will turn on a dime.
0: <laughs> a monstrous whale was wreaking havoc on the uh, other sea life, so Thunderbird swooped down into the water, fought with Whale. <laughs> Heard you were talking sh-
1: Choo choo, motherfucker Then
0: uh then lifted whale out of the water and dropped it on land, uh fought with it some more and eventually defeated it.
2: Well, so, yeah, I mean it was the classic lion versus shark thing, like <laughs> but the lion figured out to pull the shark onto land.
0: Yeah. See? Yeah thunderbird very smart very smart very smart so therefore this thunderbird was a protector it was benevolent it was it was it did that for uh, the culture there so that the people weren't having all their food eaten and and yeah. resources taken up
2: by stupid whale that whale was a bully uh
0: from the iroquois nation in the great lakes region the thunderbird was the guardian of fire or in some accounts the dew eagle called Oshadagea, who would put out fires of evil spirits from dew collected in a hollow in its back. Huh. A lot of stories have thunderbirds fighting serpents. Did you uh, Did you
2: see this? Did you hear about
0: this? You, hmm.
2: Well, this, I mean that 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 kind of uh, mirrors the the uh, the Chinese. Uh, Eagle versus snake that, that runs through a lot of their folklore and mythology.
0: Mm-hmm. There's also the whole Mexican uh, no, folklore.
1: Oh my god, it's totally different because if you ever seen the picture, clearly that snake got that eagle totally pregnant. Oh my god. <laughs> it's like it's like that snake was like, Hey, want not you come over here or something? And the eagle was like, Why? But then then the snake was like, I'm gonna get you pregnant. <laughs> And, then, and, then, and the, then Mexico City was born. And then the kid's name was like a waxapoxa kettle or something. Oh my God.
0: <laughs> uh, that's exactly. Yeah. Actually, yeah. Well, we don't have to tell that one.
2: There's history, then there's Travolta history. <laughs> oh my God.
0: The Potawatomi of wisconsin
2: the the gamblingest tribe that ever was (laughs) if you live in in the midwest at all you've heard of potawatomi casino because they advertise on everything
0: yeah it's true uh the thunderbird saw a serpent sunning itself on a mountaintop and swooped down to carry it off because serpents were bad uh cookies and thunderbirds were good cookies good cookies
2: and the cookie war raged on through the annals of history. Oh my God! Serpents,
0: <laughs> serpents were like those those lemon biscuits, Girl Scout cookies, and then Whoa. Thunderbirds were like Samoa's or or maybe tagalongs. <laughs>
2: it, they were Samoa's
0: for some of you thin mints.
2: <laughs> for everyone, thin mints. Oh, I see. Thin mints is the foundation of Girl Scout cookies, and then you feel like once you've gotten your 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 good six boxes of thin mints, then you're like, oh. And I'll get a couple of those and a couple of those. But oh, everyone know, needs to pave the road with Thin Mints. We're
0: all Samoas and Tagalogs in this house, yo.
2: So uh, so the
0: serpent awoke and struggled.
1: <laughs> what? <laughs> <laughs>
0: and uh, brought the Thunderbird back down to, to the ground. They fought until a hunter came along. And uh, they both... Killed the hunter. No. They both were like, dude, if you shoot the other guy... I will love you forever, and you will be an awesome dude for the rest of your life.
1: Oh,
2: wow. I like this. This is like 70s like police drama right, stuff. Right,
0: right. And and you know, and the serpent's like, no, 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 dude. If you shoot a bird guy, you're going to have me as a friend, and, and that's going to be great, and you're going to be great, and we're all going to be great, dude. So what's the hunter do? What do you think he does? Dude, he shoots the serpent. He closes his eyes because he can't choose, and he just lets an arrow fly. Hits the Thunderbird. Whoops! Serpent takes Thunderbird down under the mountain and imprisons him to this day. So Thunderbird got effed in the
2: a by mankind. By
0: mankind, and uh, they they named the mountain Thunder Mountain. Apparently, it's an actual place up there in Wisconsin.
2: Wow! Wow! Well, stupid! Come on, you shoot the snake. Wait, unless this is like one of those like Men in Black Will Smith thing where he's like, the snake looks menacing, but the Thunderbird had a book on nuclear uh, physics. physics yeah.
0: <laughs> uh, there, there were some good bits in that. Yeah. That, that one montage. So now we come to the uh, the Brule Sioux.
2: The fanciest tribe in the <laughs> land.
0: Uh, from South Dakota. And uh, this is a tale told by John Lamedeer. A Sioux medicine man, and it was told in 1969. Uh, we're gonna, so he was high. We're gonna, we're, we're gonna read uh, read a little bit of the story. It's yeah. it's gonna be edited for uh, time
2: and content,
0: but um, and
2: it's been formatted to fit your screen. <laughs> uh,
0: I'll probably throw a link up on the on the website to uh, the whole story, which yeah has 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 a little bit. We we're not leaving out the good parts, I don't think. Nope. Wakinian Tonka, the great thunderbird, lives in his teepee on top of a high mountain in the sacred Paha Sapa, the Black Hills. The Whites call it Harney Peak, but I don't think he lives there anymore since the Waishu, the Whites, have made these hills into a vast Disneyland. No, I think the Thunder Beings have retreated to the farthest end of the earth, where the sun goes down, where there are no tourists or hot dog stands. The Wakinian hates all that is dirty. He loves what is clean and pure. His voice is the great thunderclap, and the smaller rolling thunders that follow his booming shouts are the cries of his children, the little thunderbirds. Four paths lead to the mountain on which the Wakinyan dwell. A butterfly guards the entrance at the east side. Fierce. (laughs) A bear guards the west, a deer the north, and a beaver the south.
2: Now I know what you're thinking. We attack... The butterfly. Oh, you stupid bastards, you played right into their hands.
0: <laughs> there are four large old thunderbirds. The great Wakinian of the West is the first and foremost among them. He's clothed in clouds. His body has no form, but he has giant, four jointed wings. He has no feet, but enormous claws. He has no head, but a huge, sharp beak. What? He has no head, but a huge, sharp beak with rows of big, pointed teeth. What? His color is black. The second Wakinyan of the north is red. The third Thunderbird of the east is yellow. The fourth Thunderbird of the south is white, though there are some who say that its colors are blue. That one has no eyes or ears, yet he can see and hear. How that can be is a mystery. From time to time, a holy man catches a glimpse of a Joaquinian in his dreams, but always only a part of it. No one ever sees the thunderbird whole, not even in a vision. So the way we think a thunderbird looks is pieced together from many dreams and visions. They like to help the people, even if they scare you sometimes. Everything in nature moves in a certain way that whites call clockwise. Only the thunder beings move in a contrary manner, counterclockwise, counterclockwise. That's their way. They do everything differently. That's why, if you dream of a Wakinyan, you become a Hayoka. An upside-down, hot-cold, forward-backward man. <coughs> or forward-backwardman. <laughs> this gives you power, but you don't want to stay a Hayoka for long. So we have a ceremony through which you can become your old self again.
1: In contrast,
2: Umtihi, the great water monster, did not like human beings. I'm just, I can't... I'm not going to read the story <laughs> like that, but um, I'm not going to lie. That is, of all the accents I know, that is the one of which I'm most proud because nobody has a really good Native American accent. It's true. But also, congratulations. It's racist if you do it, so you'll never get to do it's,
0: it. It's so weird, man, how, how some, some uh, accents are well, considered it, racist well, here's the to, thing to do.
2: Them. I could do I could do that accent all day and all night and I've never gotten yelled at for it. I'm I'm putting the onus on myself. Sure. Sure. To not perp, uh, propagate a stereotype. Sure. Because that that's one you can get away with for some reason. Chinese. Nope. No. Nope. No. <sighs> Sorry. I'm like a guy that can become invisible, but only if nobody looks at him. That's what that's like. That's my <laughs> burden. <laughs> that's everybody. <laughs> In contrast, Unktahy, the great water monster, did not like human beings from the time they were put on this earth. Me neither. (laughs) Unktahy was shaped like a giant scaly snake with feet. She had a huge horn coming out of the top of her head, and she filled the whole of the Missouri River from end to end. The little water monsters, who lived in the smaller streams and lakes likewise, had no use for humans. What are these tiny, lice-like creatures crawling all over the place? They asked. What are these blood clot people creeping out of the red
1: pipestone?
2: stone? We don't want them around. The great unctahy could place her body and puff it up in such a way that it made the great Missouri River overflow, and her children, the little water monsters, did the same with their streams and lakes. So they caused a great flood that spread over the whole country, killing most of the people. Only a few escaped to the top of the highest mountain, and even then there were waves that threatened to sweep them off. Then the great Thunderbird spoke, "'What's to be done? "'I like these humans. "'They respect us. "'They pray to us. "'And if they dream of us, "'they get a little of our power, "'and that makes them relatives of ours, "'in a way. "'Even though they are small, "'helpless, and pitiful, "'Grandfather put them on this earth "'for some purpose. "'We must save them from Unctahi.'" Then began the great battle between the Thunderbirds and the evil water monsters. I want that movie. (laughs) It lasted many years during which the earth trembled and the waters burst forth in mighty torrents, while the night was like the day because of the flashes of lightning.
0: The Warkinyan Tonka grappled with the great Unktahi, and the little thunder children were pitted against the smaller water monsters. The battle was not only long, but desperate, for the Unktahi had spikes at the tip of their powerful tails that could gouge out fearful wounds as they roared and thrashed. At last, the Wakinian Tonka called to the little thunderbirds, "'My children, the Ungtihi are winning. This close body-to-body fighting favors them.' All the thunder beings retreated to the top of their sacred mountain and took counsel together. The great Wakinian said, "'Our country is the air. Our power comes from the sky. It is wrong to fight the Ungtihi on their own ground, on the earth, and in the water where they are all-powerful.' "'Come, my children, follow me.' "'Then all the thunderbirds flew up into the sky. "'When I give the signal,' said the Wakinyan Tonka, "'let's use our lightning and thunderbolts together.' "'So the thunder beings shot off all their bolts at the same instant. "'The forests were set on fire, and flames consumed everything "'except the top of the rock on which the humans had taken refuge. "'The waters boiled and then dried up.' The earth glowed red hot, and the Unctahi, big and small, burned up and died, leaving only their dried bones in the Mako Sicha, the Badlands, where their bones turned to rock. Until then, the Unctahi had represented the water power, and now this power was taken by the Thunderbirds. And the few humans who survived climbed down from their high rock, praising the Wakinyan for saving them. These few again peopled the earth, and all was well,
2: so that's pretty serious,
0: yeah, you know what you you kind of get a a flood myth and creation story out of that too, yeah, in a way,
2: snakes versus airplanes <laughs> that's what I got from it.
0: that's a fun story from yeah for you. yeah, that
2: was really cool let's let's get into some of the sightings, yeah, oh, this is what I've been waiting for eighteen ninety. Arizona,
0: two cowboys saw a huge bird. Arizona slash Texas. Everything's Texas back then. (laughs) They shot it and killed it, and they carried the carcass into town. Yeah. A a report in the April 26th Tombstone Epigraph said the bird was 92 feet long with a 160-foot wingspan. Said it had no feathers but smooth skin
2: with a face like an alligator.
1: Hmm Was that a
2: pterodactyl or perhaps an Archiehoctoberx <laughs> <laughs> The Passame
0: <laughs>
2: uh, More on that
0: later. 1963 This particular story was revived for Saga magazine and it was added that a photo was taken of them pinning yeah. it against a barn.
2: Now yeah, the story I believe also changed the uh, the, the location to Texas. Oh, yeah. And and once it's set in Texas, you, you can't mess with it. <laughs> so that was the end so, of that. Yeah. It's done. It stays there to this day. Do you want to know one of my favorite jokes that I never got to, to tell anybody? After 9-11. You with me? Oh. Yeah. This is a long time ago. I thought one of the greatest onion jokes ever would be, President Bush declares entire country Texas so that it can no longer be messed with.
0: <laughs> That's pretty good. Yeah. Pretty good. And never got to use it.
2: Nope. So that's why I'm, I'm letting them now that I've got my own little bully pulpit here. <laughs>
0: <laughs> and, and, uh, we've, we've probably passed the too soon mark on it. Yeah. I think so
2: next, uh, next week's episode, um, me talking shit about girls who wouldn't go out with me. Just that's all I'm doing is just venging petty slights and everything I've ever wanted to talk about <laughs>
0: after the too soon.
2: Yeah.
0: <laughs> mark. Um, 1977 Lawndale, Illinois. This is, oh, this is one of the most famous. It's in our own backyards. People. Marlon Lowe, a 10-year-old, was playing in the backyard when a large bird grabbed him and lifted him, flying with him about 40 feet away from where it picked him up uh, until it dropped him. His mother witnessed it because he he woke up like Serpent did and started yeah. thrashing yeah. and screaming. <laughs> I don't want to be lemon cookie. I don't want to be.
2: Oh no, 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 no. no, no. <laughs> Y'all get out of
0: here. <laughs> the mother witnessed it and said it uh, it resembled after she did some uh, research on it resembled a California condor.
2: Hmm. hmm. Um, you know, back in the 40s there was also there were other sightings. Illinois is a is a hot spot for thunderbird sightings. Mm-hmm. And there was a series of them uh in Overland Illinois. Um, there's a few in Missouri, uh, Alton, Illinois, um, that back in the, the late forties, um, there's a huge, there was a huge number of these things. People thought they were airplanes and then they saw it start to flap its wings. (laughs) That's fun. Yeah. I mean, I, I love the, the sighting stories. I love the, um, Arizona slash Texas story because it's supposed to be in this newspaper. Yeah. Um, some people are like, oh yeah. And there was a picture. I lent it to a buddy. He lost it, so that's gone forever now.
0: Ivan Sanderson, that was his story. Oh right? yeah, 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 yeah.
2: Crazy Ivan Sanderson. <laughs> um, there are so many crazy Ivan. Uh, I just like the the even if it's totally made up. I love the fiction of it. Like a couple of cowboys shoot some just enormous bird with mm-hmm. a with a, a reptilian head and drags it into town, and it's a huge deal. And then that's it. Then it's right back to looking back
0: the cattle barons. Yeah, yeah,
2: that's right. We're we're looking for uh, that's we're panning for silver again. <laughs> huh. Well, dysentery's back. Moving on. Here, there's a new saloon coming. <laughs> now, I'll tell you why I like the new saloon. It's got them easy swing doors, so when you get thrown through them, it don't hurt so much.
0: <laughs> I I tell you why I like the new saloon
2: better. Whores. <laughs> But I'll tell you what—it's a balance in that because you got to figure out where you're going to be there in the bar fight because that bar top is not nearly as slidey <laughs> as the old bar was. I mean, that one—you're putting some work in there. You're going to get splinters that whole run. <laughs>
0: yeah. It needs a few more fights before it gets worked in.
2: Now, again, on the on the positive side, their peony pi- is the most jingle jangliest <laughs> peony pi- in town.
0: Frederick fucking
2: Chopin, <laughs> no
0: sir, Stephen fucking Foster, all day, all night.
2: I thought that was old dog Trey.
0: <laughs> Is that old dog Trey? <laughs> now let me tell you about the horror at Dunwich. <laughs> so the anecdotes... And unfortunately, they're all anecdotes. Yeah. Continue to this day.
2: Unsubstantiated speculation.
0: They keep getting cited, but then again,
2: not really by credible bird watchers. Yeah, no ornithologists. (laughs) Oh, sorry. Sorry, brah. Sorry, I just spent my lunch money on a giant $10 word. (laughs) $10 lunch. Mm Mm-hmm.
0: Thanks, Obama.
2: (laughs) (laughs) It's been so long since
0: we've thanked him. Well, let's let's talk about then some some explanations.
2: Yeah, let's op- let's crack open the explicarium,
0: um, creak. Let's let's get in and send it to nineteen fifty-five.
1: <laughs> <laughs> ah, Marty, don't f- your mother, <laughs> whatever you do, Doc. I was was doing everything I could to not do that. She's a brazen whore, Marty, <laughs> Doc.
0: Don't call my mother a whore.
1: <laughs> what did you just yeah. uh, say? <laughs> uh, uh, <so laughs>
0: call my mother a whore. In one night, Dave got me the uh, <laughs> Abraham Lincoln uh, Lego minifigure and also <laughs> put him under the tire of my Lego DeLorean with Doc <laughs> Brown standing beside
1: him screaming, <laughs> screaming. <laughs> <laughs> Oh!
0: <laughs> <laughs> all right. So besides the, the benevolent, uh, wrathful spirit creatures, uh, what could these things be? How about we start small here? Could okay. be large birds, either
2: undiscovered or out of place. Oh, yeah. I mean, birds get blown off course all the time. They are migratory uh, animal. It's easy for a bird to end up in a place it's not supposed to be. Mm-hmm. For example, while not native to Illinois, one could potentially see. Flora, can you just give me like, uh, um, what's what's the best disappointment sound you can come up with? <laughs> the, it, wait, exha- uh, exhausted? I just give up. Can I get an exhausted I give up sound? <laughs> All right, that, that covered it. You, yeah, you just you were just strumming my pain with your fingers with that one. So what could it be? It could be a sandhill crane. <laughs> it uh, could be. It could be. And um, we'll we'll, we'll go on and. and get now that I'm one. ashamed of myself for the first time in the podcast. You think that I would have felt shame at some point up till now, but nope. no, no, now I do. But you're the one you you brought it up, bro. Yeah. yeah,
0: sandhill cranes. oh
2: at least this makes some sense. Because <laughs> yeah, a sandhill crane talking about birds. looks like a large bird because <laughs> it is a large bird. <laughs> so, like, this is the one time that it's appropriate to, to look at the sandhill crane. Yeah. They do have uh, a large
0: wingspans or can, can be. Yeah.
2: Hmm.
0: I'd believe that one more than the
2: California condor. Right. I mean, except, for, except for how distinctive their look is. Now, interesting right. fact the authority. Also, looked yeah. very much like California condors. Yeah, it's true. That bald head, kind of a, a vultureish look.
0: Also, not not to leave uh, <laughs> our friends uh, in the Andes out. The Andean condor. Yep, just just like the thing. maybe a little bit bigger actually, yeah. but not getting up into Illinois, I would say. But these are these are among the largest predatory birds in the world. Uh, the wingspans are up to ten feet. They got dark, short necks. When you look at them from below, when you see them
2: flying above. They look like seals, and you just surge up underneath them and bite them. <laughs>
0: Scott sharks. I thought they were surfers. Yeah. No, they, they look kind of like this description that you get of Thunderbirds uh, from the Native American, some of the stories, where it's sort of like beak, wings. Yeah. You, do, you don't see much of this or that.
2: Yeah, that's just something I meant to bring up in the story. Um, it doesn't have a head, but it's got this giant beak doesn't have feet, but it's got talons. Claws, yeah.
0: Well, he uh, John but, Lame Deer addressed that by saying it's a mystery.
2: <laughs> Thanks, and, John it, Lame Story. I mean Lame Deer.
0: <laughs> now, there's there's also uh, an albatross, I think, that has uh, a wingspan that's up to 12 feet. And an albastore. <laughs> Shower of sparks. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you
1: fell out of the <laughs>
0: Um, eagles. Eagles are, are pretty fucking majestic. Yeah. They can grow pretty big. Eagle sound.
2: <laughs> Most appropriate thing ever. Mm-hmm.
0: Turkey vultures.
2: Or buzzards. Mm-hmm. Black. Again, small
0: neck. Yeah. About a six-foot wingspan.
2: Yeah, boy. You're getting
0: real mundane with that one. Here's the deal. I mean, we talked about this, I think, way back in old Mothman episode. When... You are viewing something from a, a distance. the The whole t- uh, s- scale, spatial scale. Yeah, you kind don't of, know how
2: close it is to you.
0: Yeah, it gets all, all wibbly wobbly on you. So timey wimey. Yeah, something that, that looks to, in your mind six feet
2: is probably only you know two or three in reality. Right, or something like that. Um, you know, people saying, for example, uh, the in the forties they thought they were seeing aircraft. What about a flock of birds in a tight formation?
0: Well, yeah.
2: A yeah. large amount of birds it could look like one thing moving.
0: Yeah, yeah. So these these torns that you were talking about, these these huge birds of prey, well, they, they lived in the Miocene uh, and the Plasticene epochs, or as some people call it, or <laughs> uh,
1: You know what I think of those
0: people? Fart sound. Bunch of c- <laughs> <laughs>
1: President Nixon.
0: <laughs> People have thrown out there that these sightings are possibly a survivor, or maybe even a small group of these uh, terrorn, yeah, birds that have survived all that time. Hmm. <laughs> the The problem with that, well, the the problem with an argument of a uh, huge bird being anywhere. These days, is where's it gonna find its food? Because they're gonna eat everything, everything, giant things, ten year old kids, and also uh, there's a the whole globalization that that what did what did it call us the uh, lice? Oh yeah, lice, yeah, yeah, lice yeah. people, blood clots.
1: <laughs> yeah, that
0: was the weird part. Little blood clot people uh, that 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 we have done. I mean, human encroachment destroys ecosystems. Not yeah. to mention the fact that people are more, are, in more places, they see more things, less likely that something can hide these days. Yeah. It'd have to be pretty remote to to stay hidden.
2: Yeah. Which is the whole cryptozoology. In a nutshell, but I mean, it's, it's just in the, in the last, not even 10 years, maybe six, seven years that we've really had the ubiquity of cell phone cameras that were worth a thing that could true. take a picture. True, true. And, and you know, and that was only going to increase over time. So it's something you know, obviously there's not a lot of people running amok in the woods. Maybe maybe Bigfoot gets to stay hidden for a while, but something like a Thunderbird, people go to see it. It's
0: it's big and in the sky. I mean, the only other thing that you're going to see up there are chemtrails, right? So, Mm -hmm. or whatever the liberal media wants you to see. Maybe
2: maybe these birds are required to focus uh, government beam weapons and direct energy. (laughs) Maybe the birds have been killed by chemtrails. Maybe the birds are what are required. It's the medium through which a mechanical wave would need to pass, but not necessarily an uh, energy wave. Maybe important. Obama's a Thunderbird.
0: <laughs> That's something. Actually, the the tales, some of them said that some Thunderbirds could pull their beaks back like a mask.
2: Like Daffy Duck when he got shot with a <laughs> shotgun?
0: No, no, no. <laughs> Not like that. Not like backwards on their head. Like flip it uh, uh, above them like a hood. Like you're pulling a hood back and then they they turn into people that have like, you know, multicolored capes or, or Shawls or something like that Joseph?
2: But,
0: yeah, Joseph was a Thunderbird They had Technicolor dream coats. The, the thunderbird dreamcoat. Oh. They pull that back And and then they're humans They interact with other humans They can even interbreed with them And then you get uh, a oh lineage my god. of people <laughs> Oh my god,
1: that's so weird It's so weird It's like some, something's like a bird But then it's like a girl with a bunch of feathers Or something Oh my god, you got her pregnant Yeah
0: <laughs> Uh, but, but people, people want to trace back their, their lineage to, uh, Thunderbird town. Yeah. <laughs> they, they think they're, they're, there's some Thunderbird in them, which is interesting.
2: Yeah. I mean, I don't know I me, mean, boy, you put that on a college application. Well, that's, that's, that's just nothing but, but scholarships all day. <laughs> I'm thirty second <32nd>, Thunderbird. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, that's the um on the wings of e of academic uh, soaring academic scholarship. Can I say that name again? No. Not gonna. Uh,
0: I I would like to apply uh to Rice. Uh I I, I love Rice Owls. That's my, f- my favorite, favorite. Well, I mean
2: school. it's uh it's a fine university and we have a, a sterling tradition but I don't think simple desire to, uh, to impress our mascot is enough. Now I'm going to have to see something in your transcripts that will truly uh, blow my mind before I can uh, accept a student such as yourself. Uh,
0: I would I would like to transfer to Kansas to be a Jayhawk
2: please. All, all right all right I'm starting to see I'm starting to see a theme arising
1: here. Are you mocking? Are you mocking my boy? Are you mocking me like a mocking jade? <laughs>
0: uh well if if kansas won't take me then may i please apply to the uh university of louisville so i can be a cardinal
2: it was dirty i felt dirty saying that well, some some with your grades you'll be lucky to be an iowa state cyclone <laughs> which is just a bird sh- just shooting out of a tornado
1: <laughs> that's <laughs> that damn that's bird the has one. no idea how it got where it is that's and it has one. no idea where it's going <laughs> someone <laughs> That's Not good. like them Hawkeyes.
2: Oh man, that,
1: they see now. It all. We're thinking
2: of all of them. Yeah, <laughs> it was just going from Iowa.
0: Well, here's here's another thing. Going off of the uh, the old Teratorn, uh, uh surviving pterosaur, just flying reptiles of the late Triassic to late Cretaceous period. Keep in mind that was between two hundred to sixty five million
2: years ago. Yeah, that's that's a long time ago. A long time to survive and or evolve from. And you know, it's 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 such a I think a a lame exercise. If you have to reach that far back, then I mean that just explains everything. <laughs> like if you're like, oh yeah, when you go back that far, there's also a thirty five foot dinosaur plunging through forests, yeah. pillage. You know, like. Yeah, everything was that big back then. I don't think that's why we have the story now.
0: The only credibility that is given to that theory is the old uh, coelacanth being discovered.
2: Yeah, but the oh, the ocean is a much easier place to hide a thing. Well, yeah. Uh, besides the sky. <laughs> yeah. The sky is worst <laughs> place to hide something. Yeah.
0: <laughs> the worst. Unless you are a cloud. Yeah. In which case, paradigm shift.
2: Mind blown.
0: Well, here's here's one thing I want to bring up before we uh, land the plane. <laughs> There's a creature called the Ropin. I don't know this. You heard about this? You no. This thing? The demon flying ke- creature of Papua New Guinea. It's what? A, it's, a, it's a flying creature in the folklore of Papua New Guinea, which has been described as a pterosaur or maybe a bat. Huh. As big as a man, I think it can get with a, a very long tail that has a diamond tip on it and it's thought to feed on fish but it may also feed on carcasses of humans or things animals uh making it therefore a, a ghoul yeah. to the locals and uh it's also said to be nocturnal and maybe even bioluminescent ooh weird right Baroo. uh the ropen so this is um this is something if you if you have delved into the world of Monster Quest, they did a, an, <laughs> an episode on this thing, or at least went there and, and did a, a chunk of the episode in Papua New Guinea. There's not much. It, it's one of those things where you show somebody a picture, and they're like, "Oh yeah, that's that's what I saw."
2: Even, but I think
0: I think that people have drawn it to look sort of like a pterosaur.
2: Well, I mean, people are—it's a demon bird. People are going to draw it however they want. I mean, it's, it's true.
0: It's true. And Absolutely. it's pronounced
2: Pterosaur. Jesus. Sorry, p-dude. <laughs> Your you, literacy embarrasses me. You should learn how to be Psychic and
0: then you can stop oh. me before I p-do it. The <laughs> mother puffer. Oh! <laughs> So the rope, the rope, and it's it's this. I mean, people classify it as a cryptid because there have been all these anecdotes about the, yeah. the locals seeing it, and and you know, you shove a camera in in a local's face, and
2: yeah, they'll tell gonna, you a story.
0: They'll tell you a story, but um, the the bioluminescence is weird. That people think, well, maybe it's to to attract fish.
2: Yeah. yeah, I don't know. I think that it's a hellfire,
0: hellcat. Yeah. Well, anyways, long story short. I mean, I think most. Thunderbird sightings are are going to be run of the mill misinterpretations or, yeah, like, or exaggerations. Like scale,
2: yeah, people want to see something. I mean, it's too bad. I mean, like the 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 best story is the Arizona story. I mean, like where they they had like a <laughs> weird description. It was just grotesquely huge. It was no there's no way it was accidentally a condor or anything else. Yeah, <laughs> I like that one. That was but a really good story.
0: Not not really any decent way to prove yeah, it. A
2: child getting snatched. And dropped after 40 feet. I love that story.
0: That's a good story and and something that um, you know, they stick by, but again, not on the scale of a thunderbird, I don't think.
2: Right. It that wouldn't would, have dropped the kid.
0: Y- yeah. Wouldn't it, wouldn't have dropped the kid that uh I I don't know, it just it just seemed too too small to be a. And and also that well that goes back to the terrorizing aspect of it as opposed to the benevolent aspect, which you True. can get, but still. Yeah. But all in all, that's, that's your Thunderbird for you in a uh, 38 um, foot
2: wingspan.
0: Yeah. Nutshell. <laughs> so what, what have you picked up and, and are yet to drop in this episode?
2: Well, I mean, you know what can swoop down and pick up a 10 year old child and carry it for quite some distance. Oh, what? Upon oh, oh, uh, of course, yeah, yeah, that's right, gets me every time every time you didn't you didn't think that's what I was gonna say, but that's what I said, so, Flora, yes, I am loaded, are you really, yeah, I really am, so you, you go ahead and take the pole position on this one i'm I'm not worried, <laughs> all right, oh no, that's not to say they're good, I just have a lot of them, uh
0: well, I'll tell you what, I've got a men's
2: groomery (laughs) nice okay
0: (laughs) a place for for men to go when they um they want to cast a large shadow protective
2: facial hair
1: yeah
0: going it's called thunderbeards
2: (laughs) thunderbeards are go (laughs) did you know that in uh in papua new guinea they actually did manage to not only capture one but many um mythical demon birds huh um which was not easy to do a lot of people died the thing is, it turns out that you can dry them out, crush them down, and um, the resulting power, uh, powder is a very powerful narcotic, and it's very sellable. It's worth a lot of money. Oh, yeah? It's called Ropa Dope. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Also, uh, I had one ready for uh, soap on a Ropa. Don't even need it. Don't, Don't even need it. No? Not,
0: no. not, not now. <laughs> yeah. What do you got, Flora? I've got a terrorizing being from Papua New Guinea. Oh, who goes around terrorizing the locals by copping lots of feels. Ooh, what? The gropin'.
2: <laughs> You're starting to edge into my friend's territory. <laughs> I do not like competition for
1: sweet, sweet. sweet.
2: <laughs> it just gets like less pronunciated as we go. Just <laughs>
1: Yep. Oh my god! Oh, oh my god! <laughs> what's what's this guy so doing like, to my girlfriend? It. I was saying something to oh my gals and I don't even know what's happening. anymore. Oh my god!
2: They did find. Uh, did you did you see this here about this? Hmm? And they actually found cave paintings. It was it depicted a story of a family who went out to gather, but not hunt. They were very specific about that, and uh, the dad just disappeared, and they couldn't find him. And Later on, they found him. Or pieces of them all over the field, um, and someone said that they had seen a large bird in the area. And the poor guy was just terra torn apart. <laughs> nice. Yeah. Nice. There was another version where the bird got drunk and it was terra torn up. <laughs> torn <Toed> up. <laughs> so I think I, I think I just dropped four puns. You really did. Yeah. Well Told done. I was loaded. Well done. And and you would think that there would be some editorial process if I have choices to make, but nope. You uh you beat me into the ground with your giant thunderous wings.
1: Yeah. Caca, motherfucker. Cacaw
0: I I'm the one the hunter shot in this
1: episode. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, come on <laughs>
2: Afterburners. Check. Radar. Check. Laser planes. Check. Puppetry. Check. Listener mail
1: is go. <laughs> <laughs> we, couldn't,
2: we couldn't get through an episode on Thunderbirds without that. No, no. Oh, well, uh, right off the bat, we've got uh, a new listener. Oh, uh, you, you never know how long they were listening before. So that's was like new, new to us, new to us. So welcome, Chuck the Animal. Hey, yeah, Animal. Now, uh, quick question, Chuck. Did you make yourself the animal, or was someone else like, oh, Charles? Or
0: were you deemed the animal? Yeah.
2: <laughs> Charles, oh, you are an animal. <laughs> Only my mother calls me Charles. You can call me Chuck, baby. <laughs> there you go. That's how your life works. That's... <laughs> You're welcome. <laughs> uh... <laughs>
0: I like that he's, he's stuck in a... Uh, uh... A, a tennessee williams uh, yeah. play though
2: <laughs> um actually in this one in this case we actually do know that chuck is a new listener because he found us through one mr kenneth Hyde. oh yeah, so yeah, yeah well done sir uh he's got uh, a great show suggestion he's also got uh mentions that there's a a story by christopher buellman called the necromancer's house that's a cool twist on uh, the baba yaga myth Ooh. which to be honest like you really don't hear a lot about baba yaga anyway so yeah ready to go christopher uh, and he's got a—he's gonna hit us with a a sweet pun as well. Way to way to hit it off. Oh, I know. Yeah, he's like, oh, I know how to write. I've just Listener been in mail. Yeah,
0: <laughs> <laughs> I just got called up from AAA. <laughs> Let's do it right.
2: And he is—he's pointing to the scoreboard right now. What's he say? He says that if uh, if there was ever a, a Lovecraft uh, written into Star Trek, uh, Captain Kirk might as well say. Warp speed, Mr. Cthulhu. Oh, oh, oh my. <laughs> well played, sir. Nice. There will be no F offs then. <laughs> uh, excellent. Thanks, Chuck. Yeah. Oh, that's Chuck. The, the animal. animal. Right. Moving on. Chuck animal. <laughs> Chuck animal. The channel. <laughs> uh, Diane writes us in, wants to know. Hi, uh, Diane. Yeah. Hi, Diane. Uh, did you know that we are? Uh, she says, "Do you know that you are listed on a Google search of black-eyed kids?" Yes, because those kids were picking on me, and I was way bigger than them. So that's how that turned out. Ooh, <laughs> Z, put down,
0: flip it, and reverse it. Yes, <laughs> <laughs> You just Missy Elliott. Oh yeah, and I'll never make that reference again.
2: Thanks, Diane. Wait, Dave.
0: What is that, that outline of a, a horseman on the horizon? Looks like he has a cape and a sword in hand.
2: All I can hear is dramatic guitar. <laughs> okay, let me see. Let me get hold on. Just, just Hurry, me, he'll <laughs> be here soon. Just give me a second.
1: <sighs> it, it don't look it approaches. Please, two ladies, go to the hacienda, prepare for him a fine meal. <laughs> the finest churros in all of Mexico. <laughs> Don Luke, you honor us once again.
0: Well, Sergeant Garcia, <laughs> this week I have brought some buns for you.
1: Oh, uh, you are too generous, Don Luke. Share them <laughs> all you with the via. <laughs> Gracias, Don Luke. What have you brought to us today? Uh, Don Luke. (laughs) Hola. We we have a lot of fun with you. (laughs)
0: Uh, Don Luke has some good puns. He says he's got some ancient horrors that were pretty good fans of the Beatles. The Helter Skelter ones. Oh. One of the many things Lovecraft contributed to modern science is the theory of the Higgs boson. Didn't know that. As seen in his work in defense of Hadron colliders. Uh Don Don Luke stays up through the night saving uh puns for children. He has some kind of idea about Cthulhu on a train and it goes chugga 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 chugga.
2: We'll, uh we'll work on that one. We got we'll, <laughs> we'll put a little uh little elbow grease into it. <laughs> it takes a village sometimes. It takes a via. It
1: takes a via, <laughs> takes a via Don Sergeant so- Garcia. It takes a via. Don't forget that Uh, Uh, Wait, don't look. Uh, Do you have nothing for me? Sergeant Garcia, your (laughs) old amigo.
0: (laughs) Sergeant Garcia, how could I forget you? Where do you keep your essentiales saltes for unspeakable experiments? Somewhere very sturdy, no doubt. How about a Charles Dexter Fort?
1: He's <laughs> a very clever pun.
0: Unfortunately, it's built on cursed ground, which led to an outbreak of Charles Dexter warts.
1: <laughs> you went a too far on me there.
0: <laughs> Finally cured with a remedy purchased from Charles Dexter Walmart. <laughs>
1: Please, uh, don't look. Stop. That's all for now. Hasta luego. <laughs>
2: <laughs> thanks uh, don luke thank you don luke all right we've got a we got a new one from our, our new friend wes Ooh, hey wes yeah first off the uh the pun track of the, this freshly baked rack of puns <laughs> would be the official rpg of blurry photos davids and dragons
0: i love that game
2: hell yeah do you know how like totally shirtless and bellowing clothed we are on the cover of that bad boy? <laughs> totally, no way, man! I'm a bard. <laughs> you would be.
0: <laughs> Nobody's a bard <laughs> ever.
2: <laughs> how about a discotheque run by uh, fungus from Yogoth called Migo Agogo? Ooh, <laughs> yeah. well played, Wes! Nice. And welcome aboard, my friend. Welcome aboard, and thanks for writing. Oh, meet Mop moop. Him up 01100111. Oh no. penalty box one one zero zero one one zero. Oh
0: binary code penalty <laughs> box.
2: It's our friend Johnny Robots. Johnny
0: Robots. Johnny sends in a very Ken Height oriented question. Yeah. Uh, about role-playing games and uh, such that will uh <laughs> get forwarded to Ken Height. Yeah. yeah. That
2: one's gonna go right on to Ken. Wow plays plays them more in depth than we do. I mean, I'm reading this and it's like another language. <laughs> uh,
0: yeah, yeah. That one, that one will go to to Ken's inbox. Um, yeah,
2: we'll shove that directly
0: into Ken's inbox. Thanks, Johnny Robots. Thanks for listening, Mister Robots. <laughs> oh,
2: oh no. What? It's time to rock,
1: rock around the Bach, rock Greg Bach, rock over London, rock over Chicago, Bach over Milwaukee. <laughs> Yeah, Greg Bach. Bach the f*** off.
0: (laughs) (laughs) What's Greg got to say?
2: Oh, so much. Oh, 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 oh. Uh, Greg's got to say quite a few things because he is laying down a penalty box indictment on one Mr. Ken (sighs) (laughs) Height. Okay, a couple of things. (laughs) All of our guests, and by guests we mean Ken Height because he's our only guest, are uh we i think i think it's diplomatic immunity is that what they get they they could uh <laughs> <laughs> they well, may well well
0: next time he's on we'll see yeah. if he wants to to step up to the play but what yeah. what's great
2: photos as it stands has no extradition treaties <laughs> <laughs> now greg bach likes to rock sure and it's, he point- it's implicit in the name yeah he impl- he points out that uh Metallica has no record based on Lovecraft. There are only two songs on two separate records: "The Call of Cthulhu," not just Cthulhu, on "Ride the Lightning" (1984), and "The Thing That Should Not Be" on "Master of Puppets," hmm. which is based off "The Shadow over Innsmouth." So that's pretty legit. So, so he's calling out, yeah, because Ken, Ken said there was some... a whole album, like a concept album of some sort. It
0: sounds like an off-handed. Uh...
2: Oh I don't. Those yeah. get you in trouble, man. They do. They do. They get you in trouble. So they get in trouble. Yeah, me. That's funny because I'm. I'm the well. RJ shoots his mouth off and Stein. So thank you, thank you, Greg Bach. I All will. Right. I'm going to point that out to Ken. Yeah, and uh,
0: and when Ken's back, he'll either rebuttal or uh, marches ass into the bar.
1: Oh,
2: will. we will have him back somehow, some way. We got a sweet little message from Kevin. Hey, Kevin, hey, welcome aboard, sir. And uh,
0: right, he's this week. Yeah, great. he's.
2: He's uh he's catching up with us and he's uh he's he's digging on the Lovecraft too nice. much like we did ties so it, thank you sir
0: ties it into uh, uh, Slenderman yeah that's right he's putting the two eh. avatar of uh, Nerlothotep mm. yeah that's interesting cool uh thanks Kevin thanks yeah. for listening heard back from our friend Lenny hello Lenny Lenny says he told his Hispanic friend he was going to join a workers auxiliary and the friend replied mm-hmm. que tu."
2: <laughs> I get it. It's kind of that's hard to say, but I got it. It's
0: yeah. It's that's got a couple of layers in in that pie. That's good. Uh, he doesn't stop there. He says he has a friend named Lou, who's always looking for ghosts, carries around an EMF meter all the time, so everyone calls him K2 Lou.
2: Yeah, that's technical. Technical. Use, use technology to craft that pun.
0: Lenny says he asked his wife if she would like to celebrate the sex holiday Saturnalia, and she <laughs> say, she said no. Crampus was coming this year. Uh, oh, so I I hope that Crampus uh, uh, is yeah just just <laughs> sticks to his his time of the year and isn't an unwelcome guest for very long. Lenny, thank you for writing in.
2: Yeah, thank you. Well, we finally heard back from our friend Emerson. Welcome Ooh, back, Emerson. who has uh, although he had to go uh, radio silent for a while, has never abandoned us.
1: Not for one moment. <laughs> Uh, and Step he's up
2: <laughs> lip, <we missed> <laughs> a all that. uh, he's hitting us up by, uh, talking about some great books he's been reading that really a lot of flood myth reading he's been doing. Interesting. So I think he enjoyed those episodes novel by Jeremy Robinson, uh, that kind of talks about like tectonic, huge tectonic shifts and people trying to take the, like Antarctica moves to the the tropical zone and. And there's a lot of discussion about flood myths and actually some, uh, some cool theories about, you know, like what we were talking about in the episode. Like, where does the water go?
0: Oh, yeah. Nephilim get in there. Yeah,
2: exactly. Crazy. And uh, because, Emerson, you are a quality individual. Oh, of course he leaves us with the redolent stench of pun in our Ooh. nose.
1: Ooh. <laughs> Ooh.
2: It's heady like a cheese. <laughs> 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 All right. I'm going to thank you in advance, Emerson, because it's a pun. I just know it's going to be sure. good. Have you heard of this? You seen this, who, Paul? Who is it? This actress, uh, she proved she's pretty good at uh, spitting things out on her HBO series. Uh, she was on uh, Sex in the City. It's a uh, Kim Contrail. <laughs> Get it? Kim <laughs> Contrail. I think she played uh, uh, Tabitha. Susie. Susie. Um, <laughs> do you know that um, for a very long time, years, I thought that there was a the character, the main character's name was Carol oh really and you say that to a girl and it's it's like you've slapped her <laughs> gobsmacked yeah. <laughs> yeah no one can believe I'm that dumb but I am thank you Emerson uh,
0: thank you Emerson winner of the 2013 Miscrypted Contest mm-hmm. don't worry about that crown there yeah. Emerson uh, you'll always have 2013 but that's random right. chance might give you 2014
2: as well that's
1: right <laughs> you never we know. run a
2: ramshackle sleigh here <laughs> Uh, thanks for writing in, you gangs. Yeah, and please continue to do so, because we do love it. It's how we feel good about ourselves. Update. Blurry photos. The date is now. The time is later than when we were talking about this subject. The subject, Shadow over Innsmouth. Mr. Flora, do you have anything
1: to
2: add? Oh my. Uh Oh my word. Uh, yes, we went and saw Shadow over Innsmouth. Yeah from wild Claw theater and if you didn't go I, I I can't even pity you you made the decisions that led to your wretched life way it is right now
0: uh we loved it oh my god it was, it was so great
2: so cool so cool I felt that it I I could feel the gentle touch of an expert dramaturge <laughs> I
0: I'll tell you what the the cast did a great job oh man on, on the whole uh, amazing the portrayal of the people of innsmouth mm-hmm. was phenomenal
2: if even if you didn't see this show, please look for Wildclaw Theater. They have extraordinarily talented actors and actresses. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, it's a small group, so some of the players they played multiple characters, and all yeah. of them were so different and so well acted. Yeah. Uh, what a great show! A lot of fun, a lot of fun. Great costumes, mm-hmm. uh, great set, and uh, and the adaptation was really well
0: done too. Really cool. Yeah, if you if you read the story, it's it's. Uh, right in line with it yeah
2: it was oh i i loved it i'm gonna i'm gonna from henceforth i shall be seeing all their productions
0: yeah and i'm from henceforth i'll be trying to get in some of their productions yeah no
2: doubt (laughs) uh so uh thanks again to ken uh you know what uh what a great what a great play and uh what a great couple of podcasts so thanks again ken that was really cool of you well uh we're gonna invent some reason to bring
0: you back Uh, he knows everything about everything, so we don't have to invent much. Uh, Ken,
2: it turns out that uh, you have the same blood type as David Flora, and we're gonna we're gonna need you to come in here to to save his life.
0: Unless you're busy, <laughs> Ken Height. <laughs> and speaking of of plays in the Chicago land area, oh. Or, oh. or not, not plays, but uh, um, theater in general
1: performances. Perhaps. Why don't you tell us what's what's coming up? Oh, you know?
2: yeah, I'm I'm gonna be uh, I'm gonna get to, I get to be in a show myself. You do, I do. Um, uh, there is an extraordinarily talented group of improvising young women in Chicago called Improvised Jane Austen, and they have been performing for years and years, and uh, they are finally deigning to allow the the grubby hand of a man to touch the delicate hem of their performances (laughs) would you like that grubby and delicate
0: are good words to describe all that you just said (laughs)
2: uh so they are doing a series of shows uh in throughout the month of february and into march called the darcy's where each week they're allowing one male chicago improviser to perform with them Uh, And it starts uh, Saturday, February 1st. It's every Saturday through March 15th. It's at 8 p.m. at the Bug House Theater. Uh, If you live in Chicago, check, check all of them out. It's at 2054 West Irving Park Road. Great. Uh, it's ten bucks. You will get your money's worth. Now, if you want to double down and get way more than your money's worth, maybe you should show up on the fifteenth of February, where one Mister David Stecco will be performing with them and gracing us all with his excellent Regency diction.
0: <laughs> I'll definitely be going. That's that's fun.
2: Yeah, and I'm, I'll mention it again because I'm in it. Why would I not? <laughs> why would I not use this medium to promote a show that I'm in? Sure. Great. Uh, don't forget to do all those things that make us oh so happy yep. with
1: Facebook and with your Facebook and your Pinterest and your Twitters. <laughs> Cosby got
0: real Midwest. <laughs> yeah, he really
2: did. I couldn't hang on to it. You got away from me.
0: Go to Facebook and like us. Go to iTunes and, and subscribe to us and rate us and review us.
2: And uh, Pinterest us. <laughs> good luck. make a real push for pinterest
0: blurry underscore photos on twitter uh we're now on the blueberry uh player or or power press but i don't even know what what that god we're such old men a thing happened and we did it uh, I, Blue I, blueberry if you know what that is and and that's what you get your stuff through we're on there now
2: we're also on i had the neighbor's kid hook it up for us because he knows all about them computers He's in there all the time. He's never gonna meet a girl with that. But uh, you know, it was it was helpful.
0: We're also on Podcastpedia. dot com. Oh. If if you like getting your stuff from there, then then we're on there now. Yeah, we're expanding. Yeah, we're we're trying to get out there. We're like an
2: octopus with an eating disorder.
0: If you've got a favorite uh, service that that we're not on listed on yet, yeah. uh, let us know. I don't know how you're hearing this,
2: right? Well, but, that's because you you are problem solvers. We are problem creators.
0: Right. And then and then through your efforts, problem solvers as well. Yep. Crime stoppers. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, for this episode of Blurry Photos, I am David, California Condora Flora.
2: Oh, nice. And I'm look at me, I'm Sandra Dave Stacko.
1: Some lovin'. <laughs> had me a blast.
0: Some lovin'. Bye.
2: <laughs> Worst secret track ever <laughs> We call this one Trufflin <laughs> <laughs> Do the do bump, bump. bump Gonna do that bump Boom. Do the oh bump. bump Gonna do the bump <laughs> That's a hot Bump, bump. <laughs> <laughs> breathy beatboxing—that's our new stock and trade. <laughs> Although I really like the the nose breathing. <laughs> Every day
0: I'm truffling.
2: <laughs> what y'all doing, truffling? <laughs> truffling? does it look like we're doing? We've invented a whole new realm of beatboxing. You know, you know, truffling started in Chicago, right? <laughs> <laughs> Dirtiest pop stoppers in all of radio. Mm -mm -mm. What is what's the that's good
0: for that that means it's good to the kids. (laughs) Dirty (laughs) means good.
2: (laughs) Oh, so it's like the new bad. Right. That was confusing.